Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome. We're so glad to have you with us here this evening on Ask Herbal Health Expert Susan Weed, a two-hour radio show each Tuesday night. Herbal medicine is people's medicine, simple, safe, effective. Please bring your curiosity and health questions. Susan will enlighten, surprise, and delight you. I know most of you know Susan Weed already. She's my mom, so I know her. But for those of you who have not yet met Susan, I'd like to share, she is the author of the Wise Woman Herbal series, wonderful books on women's health and herbal medicine, including Wise Woman Herbal for the Childbearing Year, Breast Cancer Breast Health! Exclamation Point, The Wise Woman Way, Healing Wise, The Wise Woman Herbal, New Menopausal Years, The Wise Woman Way, down there, sexual and reproductive health, the wise woman way. And abundantly well, seven medicines, the wise woman way. The newest book in the wise woman herbal series. So exciting. In addition to being the editor at Ashtree Publishing and writing her books, Susan is the director of the Wise Woman Center in Woodstock, New York. The Wise Woman Center is open to the public on appointment-only basis. She offers weekend workshops, intensives, and apprenticeships throughout the season. Susan is also available to you online via wisewomanmentor.com. There you can go and view her weekly e-zine. You can subscribe to receive a notification via email each week, or you could join her mentorship program. Susan also offers distance learning correspondence courses and online courses at thewisewomanschool.com. Join us there for colorful, instructive, easy video courses, including Easy Herbal Medicine with Susan Weed, Happy Needs, a cancer diagnosis, adaptogens for long life, and abundantly well companion course, wisewomanschool.com. You can also just go to her website, susanweed.com, where you will find thousands of pages online with recipes, articles, art features, and so much more. Well, for now, let's see what Susan has to share with us this evening. Thank you, and welcome, Susan. Thank you, Justine, and welcome, Sarah Allen. Hello, Susan. How are you this evening? I am doing so well. I'm in clover. You're in clover? That's a thing that we have, isn't it? Right? When we're really doing fantastically, we say, wow, I'm in 
all over is busting out all over, isn't it? It is. Everywhere you look, there's clover, 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 clover. What kind of clover did you see today? I saw lots of red clover, and actually I see an extra abundance of white clover. Uh, yeah, And I see a lot of bees, honeybees on the white clover especially. Mm-hmm. Trifolium. They're both trifolium. Trifolium protense. Protense means of the field. Right. And trifolium repens or trifolium alba. There are several different kinds of white clover. And the red clover is not indigenous to North America. White clover is, but the red clover was brought with the Europeans. And people often ask, well, I have a lot of white clover. Can I use white clover instead of red clover? And the answer is yes. Is there a difference in height between the red clover and the white clover? Indeed. About a foot or more. (laughs) The white clover being much lower to the ground. Right. The red and at least... Repens, meaning creeping or small. Trifolium Mm. repens. Small white clover. It is literally more back-breaking to pick white clover than it is to pick red clover. You can pick red clover without bending your knees too much. White clover, you're going to really have to bend them to get down to the white clover. So already, that's a big but. The second but is go out tomorrow or today, if it's still daylight where you are, and pick a red clover and white clover, and any other clover that you find. And you will notice something a little odd about the red clover. You probably picked a red clover in full bloom. And what we think of as the red clover flower, of course, when you pick one and then look at it, you see it's like kind of um, an oval ball composed of a bunch of small flowers. And if you pick the white clover, you'll see, oh, it's the same thing. It's also a small ball made of these small flowers. In the white clover, and most of the other clovers that you can find, the flowers open sequentially starting at the bottom. So in the white clover, on day Number one, 10% of the bottom flowers open up bloom. On day two, the next 10% open up and bloom. The first 10% get fertilized. On day three, the next 10% open up. The ones that have gotten fertilized, now the flowers die and turn brown. And the second day ones are getting fertilized and so on all the way up to the top. The red clover opens all of its blossoms at once. 
an herbalist, it's easier for me to try and work with the plant, which gives me all of its blossoms open at the same time. With the white clover, I either have to choose to harvest a blossom in which some of the flowers are already dead and brown, or some of them haven't opened yet. And again, neither one is like a you know an ending to it. Yes, you can use white clover, but it's harder to pick, and the flowers you pick aren't going to be as easy to dry and to work with. I also saw Melilotus officinalis. Mela is honey. And lotus is flower, and this clover is sometimes called honey flower. And unlike the red clover and the white clover, it has flowers in spikes instead of in balls. It has many small flowers, but they come out in a beautiful spike that grows up. And they open sequentially, the bottom one's opening first as it moves up, 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 up to the top. And the whole sequence of flowering in the sweet clover um, can take a couple of weeks, so it's in bloom for a fairly long time. I saw some vetches, which are also kinds of clover, and, and they also have kind of spikes of flowers. What other kinds of clover are you seeing? Well, you know, something that I used to mistake for clover that I've been seeing and enjoying recently is the sorrel. Yes, so I'm so glad you brought that up. Right, the mm. the woods sorrel. Yeah, mm-hmm, exactly. Yes, yes, ox yes. Alice. Mm-hmm. She's so tasty, and I always thought she was a clover, but she's not. <laughs> she's not. I um, heard a child call her sour heart. Oh, oh, I love I, that. And I thought. <laughs> Such that's such a loving name for her because her leaflets are somewhat heart shaped, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And that's the way mm-hmm. you know it's not a clover because there aren't any clovers with heart shaped leaves. Right, exactly. I use I use that as my key so often. Thank you, Susan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and the red clover and the white clover, the leaves are very obviously in threes. And and then the yellow sweet clover, if you look closely, you will see they are in threes. It's not quite as obvious. But you know, they're not limited to three. They're limited to an odd number. Mm. So there can be three, five, seven, nine. On the vetches, you get a lot of leaves. But there's always an odd number because there's always a terminal leaf, right? There's one right out at the end and then two's going down in the bean family. When you think about your green beans, green beans have those kinds of those three leaves too, huh? Mm-hmm. 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 So um, I also saw Lotus corniculatus which I always think is one of the most beautiful botanical names. And it's called Core Persons Alfalfa. It's a real buttery yellow. It's a roadside plant. It's big flowered but low growing. 
clover. And right about now, as you're driving along busy highways, it just looks like somebody spilled this golden, golden carpet of flowers, and they grow right up to the edge of the highway. So they're oh, really nice. obvious. Smaller roads, have you been seeing it? No, no. I, I know for certain that tomorrow you will suddenly say, I can't believe there's so much of this growing around me. And I'd wow. like to point it out to people, because the flowers are very large, and it really helps to be able to see a bean family flower big enough to see what it is. Once you see Lotus Corniculatus, then when you go back and you look at the white clover and the red clover, you can see the blossoms and that those round balls aren't one flower but composed of many flowers which have a a really um, exquisite shape, five petals in an unusual configuration. Mm Mm-hmm. And, of course, the bean family, the pea and bean family, provides enormous amount of sustenance for humans and animals on the planet. The other night, I was walking home back to Pearl's house from being up by the barn, and it was dark, dark of the moon. And as I came to the lawn in front of pearls, suddenly there was like a path strewn with moonlight or stars in front of me. And I blinked my eyes and I thought, what is this? Am I hallucinating? And as I walked through it, I realized that it was white clover. And that there was a path of white clover leading from the road, not just like a little path, but like, you know, like a three foot wide path leading from the road right up to the doorstep. And I got to the doorstep and I turned around and I looked again at the dark of the moon, the dark night, and looked at this glowing path of red clover and I just started laughing. Because, of course, I dug out that path in the winter when it snowed and I threw ashes there to keep it from being slippery. Wow. Oh, wow. And that changed the pH of the soil. And so the clover predominates in that area of the lawn. And often when I take people on plant walks, if we start out on a lawn, I actually like to point out that lawns are usually an intermingling of the two most important plant families for nourishment on this family, the grass family, the Poaceae, and the bean family, the Fabaceae. The grain, the grass family being bamboo, as well as wheat and rice, corn and rye and oats, millet, broom, wide variety of grains that we get from the grasses and every grass seed is edible there are no poisonous grass seeds some of them have pretty tough outer shells and it's hard to get into the good part of it and then the bean family of course usually represented by a variety of different clovers which is where we started talking here but uh, peanuts 
and sweet peas and even green beans, as well as astragalus, are members of this family. And I was uh, being interviewed um, about the breast health book by a woman who's been dealing with some breast issues and has been seeking out the best information to keep her breasts healthy. So, of course, we were talking about red clover because if you go and look anywhere on the Internet about breast health and red clover, you're going to be frightened from ever using red clover. The misinformation basically lies in the belief that red clover contains estrogen. And some sites are wise enough to call it phytoestrogen or plant estrogen. But as soon as we say that, we know we've got to be wrong because plants don't have estrogen. They're not mammals. They do have phytosterols, which is the more correct term for these substances. And phytosterols can be turned into biologically active Estrogen, yes, but also testosterone, progesterone. Again, it's not like there's a human hormone in red clover or astragalus or peanuts or beans or soy or any of those things, but they can be sources of those hormones. If your body can make them. And I often cite the study where they gave a hundred women. Sarah Owen, are you still there? Um, I'm still here, yes. And Okay, good. I, yeah. I hear my I, com- I hear my computer like somebody is is calling me. Uh, and so I thought, is that yeah. Justine? Is Justine calling to tell me that I've been disconnected because she would. I'm calling to tell you something, like there's something odd, very odd going on. So anyone, I believe, on the phone can hear us talking. And when we started our show tonight, everything was fine and normal. And then I don't know if people heard, but all of a sudden the blog talk computer came on and said 90 seconds, like she was ending the show. And the show shortened from two hours to 15 minutes. So the internet broadcast has stopped, but I believe everyone who has called in can still hear you. And I was texting, so maybe that's what you heard. Um, she. Yes, it was Justine calling. Yes, it probably was because I was letting her know that, oh, my goodness, something has changed. Yes, I, I don't have any explanation for you or our listeners other than when we started Everything was set to normal, and um, as we are now entering the show, it's changing. I don't know. There's an eclipse in two days. Maybe that has something to do with it. I don't know. Um, I don't know. The show says it started at 7.30 p.m. Eastern, and it lasts for 15 minutes. So I was thoroughly enjoying your conversation about the Bean family and everything you were sharing, and um, I was going to share about Buckthorn tonight because that's good, that's magic right. in my life. But yeah, 
Okay, Justine is logging in. She's going to see what she can do. Okay, sounds good. Right. I don't good. I, you know, I I'm I apologize to the listeners online. I there's nothing I can do from my end here. Um I wish yeah, I could tell them can be done, just in, but Okay. So, yes, talk to us about Bucksmart. Okay, so, well, you, of course, as um, uh, I, I was Chiron, I, I don't know much about, was it Chiron that said you were a shaman? I already knew that. But um, you last week when you suggested that I look more into Buckthorn, oh, ding, 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 this is really important. So um, I did, and I've regarded her highly in the past. Um, I've been very curious about her, and I've even made remedies for her from her and asked, like, let me know what you're for or if there's a moment when I need you. Please speak out. Uh, so anyway, I looked up on your suggestion. Her name, she's in the Romney ACAE family. She's Romnus Cathartica. Catharsis. Oh, cathartica. Mm. Mm-hmm. So you'll meet her when you want to catharsis, right? Exactly. So same with the birds. And apparently if the birds that are small enough eat too much of her because they're hungry enough, apparently it's a desperation, starvation food, they, it can actually kill them. It can give them diarrhea in flight, even where they deposit the seeds as they're flying and migrating to their death or moving to their death. Um from the looseness of their bowels if they're that hungry that they eat too much of it. So they're apparently pretty careful not to eat too much. However, fascinatingly enough, the goats love it. And where I find her growing on my property, I've also found poison ivy. And not to say they always grow together, but they do hold space. And uh, I will just say something I didn't look up, that buckthorn um, Ramnus Cathartica shared with me was five points, which is thorough, complete, observant, reliant. So as just a reminder to me always, invasive plans is a label that we put on them. Um, nature knows better than I know or science knows, and there's something for me to observe, and there's a reason why the plant is here. So we have found a lot of maples and oaks in the kind of foothold of the buckthorn. So it's been really interesting, and um, it was a beautiful opening to with the goats. I took them out across the street for the first time, a little hesitant, and I need to trust them more. I learned that in the process. But we met neighbors, and there was a synchronistic moment where the neighbors said, wow, you have goats. And they eat things my horses won't. Will you bring them over? Will they eat in my yard? So it was just a really magical moment with the synchronicity of that. And um, I even registered a site, goatgardeners.com, because I think it would be so fun to meet neighbors that way. And rather than just burn it or do something, um, you know, that doesn't kind of 100% give back. So let the goats take it in and poop it back out and be my compost would be beautiful. So that's what I learned. Thank you, Susan. You are welcome. (laughs) You reminded me of a a rather silly incident in my past life where when when one of my two land partners, in fact, both of them, 
decided to split, but the one in question said that she wanted her share of the goat poo. And I said, no, because that goat poo is plants on this land and it stays on this land. Mm. Those goats ate plants on this land, and that poo is from that, and it's not leaving here. I have to stay here. It's really important. I think it's very important to the land really feeling sacred, really feeling honored, really feeling respected. That that we see how she dances and do our best to to dance with her. A wonderful woman in terms of dancing is Joanne Calabrese. Maybe it's Calabrese. I'm not sure. She'll tell me. She's a skilled wellness, mindfulness, and recovery educator, as well as being a lifelong organic gardener, herbalist, meditator, ritual worker, and practitioner of both Qigong and Tai Chi. You guessed it, she'll be here at 9 o'clock, so stick with us till then, or come on back to hear Joanne Calabrese. And one other... We can't hear you. Susan? All right, everyone. It looks like Susan's call has disconnected, but I imagine she will be dialing right back in. If not, I will connect her back to the show. So just be with us for a moment, and we will have Susan right back with us. Susan? All right, everyone, I see Susan is trying to dial back in, so something must be preventing her call from making it through. Um, When she dials back in, I will be sure and open her line so that she can speak with all of us. And Susan, please, if you dial back in, please do make sure and press 1 so that I see the number that you are calling from. All right. Well, in the moment, while we are waiting for Susan, I will do a little bit of reading from one of Susan's books. Um let me just make sure as I read that Susan isn't calling back in. All right. So I will do a little bit of reading from Healing Wise, and I will be looking for Susan to call back in. Uh, so in the foreword of Healing Wise from Susan Weed, Healing Wise nourishes. Healing Wise springs from love. Healing Wise flows through compassion. Healing wise is as natural as birth, as certain as death. Healing wise is the joy of the individual 
and the strength of community. If you think the only healthcare options are established, scientific, and also alternative methods, it is because the third and intuitive, individualized way, the unique, wise woman way, is invisible. Healing wise is done with the eyes. Healing wise is done by hands. Healing wise is charged with meaning. Healing wise is in tune with the seasons. Healing wise is holy and holy. Healing wise is letting go. Healing wise is timing. Done worldwide, and most of the health care in your own life is part of this third invisible tradition. Healing wise, the ancient ones know. Healing wise speaks the truth. Healing wise walks in beauty. Healing wise says, You are the beloved child of the universe. Healing wise is a deep rooted oak tree. Healing wise is a waterfall. Healing wise is full of smells. Healing wise is an awful mess. Healing wise is often earthy. Healing wise is real. Why do I give words to this invisible, this hard to know, wise woman way? It is time now to see with clarity and wisdom, as crones have always seen. Healing wise is green, gold, glancing, rainbows, sparkling and dancing. The wise woman way heals the planet as well as the people. All right, everyone, let's check and see if Susan has dialed back in and been able to connect. And I do not see you, Susan. Uh, are you able to call in, Susan? All right. I will continue looking for Susan's call, everyone. In the meantime, I'm going to continue reading from Healing Wise. Again, this is from the foreword in Healing Wise. The wise woman way heals the planet as well as the people. It is time now for us all to remember how this can be. Time for us to be fully conscious of our choices for ourselves and for the earth. Healing wise is right at your doorstep. Healing wise is your granny's memories. Healing wise requires effort. Healing wise knows change. Healing wise honors transformation. Healing wise allows perfection. The wise woman tradition of healthcare focuses on prevention and on the remedies which are accessible, inexpensive, effective, and safe. It is time now for us to recognize and support the wise old woman in ourselves, in our communities and in the global village. Healing wise lives inside you. Healing wise is fun. 
healing wise is a clear course through turbulent waters. Healing wise, the way of the wise one. Healing wise, the wise woman ways. The wise woman tradition of healing is the thread out of our current medical legal maze and into heartfelt wise use of our life resources with respect for all life, all people. It is time now for us to trust this thread, to name it and claim it. Healing Wise does this. Healing Wise, the second in Susan Wee's Wise Woman Herbal Series, is about the wise woman tradition, a way to help us all name, claim, know, acknowledge, recognize, support, and nourish the wise woman within wherever we see her. Healing Wise identifies and explains the three traditions of healing. Wise woman, spiralic, heroic, cyclical, and scientific, linear. Understanding the nature of each tradition will help you choose the healthcare helpers most supportive of your own motivations and health goals. Understanding the viewpoint of each tradition will help you make sense out of conflicting claims about the validity of specific healing substances and procedures. Healing Wise introduces you to green allies so you can choose a friend or two to help you through. Each herb talks to you, tells you tales, reveals her uses, and gives you remedies and recipes. Before you know it, green leaves of chickweed, dandelion, violet, nettle, oats, and seaweeds will all be your daily supporters. And with a bit of effort, you'll have the deep roots of dandelion and burdock to lend a hand when times are hard. It's such a pleasure to share some of my most beloved friends with you. Here, then, is Healing Wise, my thanks to the midwives, clowns, artists, storytellers, cooks, mothers, musicians, farmers, herbalists, healers, doctors, and lovers who have shared their lives and wisdoms with me. Here, then, is Healing Wise, my giveaway to the health, wholeness, holiness of our planet and every being on it. And that is from Susan Weed. And that is only the foreword of Healing Wise, one of Susan's most lovely books and just only one of them she has that you are welcome to access on any of her websites. And I'm going to check again to see if Susan has joined us. All right, everyone, we are about to have Susan back here, and just give me a moment, so 
wizard dresses behind the scenes have figured out a way to plug Susan back in. So get Uh, we are live now on the air, I believe. Yay! Can you hear me? I can hear you. And just a heads up, I don't know what's going to happen given all these technical glitches, so I will be prepared when it's time for the guest, if necessary, to dial her in from my side as well, because I don't know if she will be able to get through either, given what Justine has been tampered with. Thank you for calling me, because I couldn't get through. Okay. Well, we are all here now. <laughs> wow. Who right. <laughs> so, as I was saying, and I don't know how much of it you heard, so I'm going to start from the beginning. I was thinking about my mom, Monica, and one of the most important things that she did for me was that she really applauded my successes, my victories. And when she died... I was thinking about the best way to memorialize her, to keep her close, to have her in my life. And I thought that I would like to take on that function for anybody who wants me to praise them for their success. And that this would be a really good venue for that. So I want to really open it up. You don't have to just call here and people already do call and share their successes but any kind of success it doesn't have to be um, oh Susan you were right or that really worked it can be you know wow I really um, wanted to get um, this thing and I studied hard for it and I got it or whatever kind of success Um, call up and I'll be happy to praise you and applaud you and tell you how grand it is that you achieved that all right Are there any callers tonight? There are callers tonight. So let's see how this goes. I'm going to unmute the callers, and um, I will first mute my phone, and let's see if you can hear them. If you can't, I will unmute my phone, and we will just go about this in a kind of triangular way. All right. Okay. Uh, From the 724 area code, you are live with Susan. Hi, Susan. Hello, 724. Hi, um, this is Sarah. I called in a few weeks ago. Hi, how are you? (laughs) Um, I I wanted to update you on on my Lyme diagnosis. Um, So today is my last day, the antibiotics, and they did make me feel really good. and I really just wanted to know if you oh, – hold on one second. Actually, I wrote a couple things down. I didn't want to forget anything. Um, yeah, that's a good idea. I'm glad you did that. Yeah, my question was regard the most important one was regarding St. John's, St. John's. Um, and the, uh-huh. the tinctures I made last year, they didn't turn quite red, and I think it was because of the rain that we had. And I wanted to yes. know if it affects the medicinal properties or any if that affects them at all, um, if it's stronger or not or anything. It does. It does. It does indicate a lot about the medicinal properties, and so it's very valuable 
to learn that you can't make a tincture when the plant's wet. Okay. Um, it, in fact, it with Hypericum perforatum, it's best to harvest it when the sun is shining directly on it at the hottest part of the day. Okay. Most herbs are best harvested between like 11 o'clock and 3 o'clock. Only in okay. movies do herbalists go out early in the morning. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.